0: You're listening to the Music Interval Theory Podcast
1: with T.C. and Frank.
0: Hello and welcome to another fantastic episode in the Music Interval Theory Podcast. I want to invite you to listen to a conversation that I've had with my partner Thomas Jace Jones in which we talked about creativity, the importance of faith and how this all translates into music. So I hope you have a blast listening to this episode and now let's jump right in!
1: This is a very interesting and deep thing that you and I have embarked on. I think it's great. I, I couldn't imagine being on this journey with a be- better person. And I've gone through some things and I, I have a general impression. And this is something you and I have never really talked about. And we've probably avoided it because it's always sort of a, a funny subject for most people. But what is our personal feeling about faith? Not what religion we are. But what is your personal feeling about faith? And what is my personal feeling about faith? And that conversation is because, to me, that's a very powerful word. Not necessarily your faith in anything external, but also your faith in yourself. And if you start analyzing your faith in yourself, what is that based on? That's actually, if you have really good faith, strong faith, It's based on something external that you've internalized that gives you a very powerful feeling. For me personally, this project has set me off really thinking about what it is we're really trying to do. Are we wanting to give a path? Is that even our job or is our job to point them in a direction? Because if we analyze ourselves, we become encapsulated And real artistry is bigger than yourself, in my feeling. It's much bigger than yourself. One
0: of the initial questions, actually, that come to my mind is, do you need faith at all? And I think um, everybody has to answer this question for themselves, obviously. And I thought about this already a little bit. And for me, I actually do need it, but I'm not a religious guy at all. Although I do like the idea that there is something bigger that you don't really understand and you don't have to. And most artists generally are very intelligent, which is not always a positive thing because the more intelligent you are, the more thoughts you have around everything, around your own perspectives, your values, it will turn eventually into something that has more potential to push you on the dark side at some point. If you have nothing that that gives you gravity towards the positivity, the good things. And I believe with the Bible of creativity, this to me at least was the initial idea to give artists a path. Yes, something that they can follow probably and most likely discover who they are and where they are. And if they even need guidance. Maybe they don't need it and they just spend some time figuring out that they don't need it, which is also totally fine if you understand the path that you are on. This alone gives you trust in who you are and it doesn't make you feel alone because you are not alone on this journey. There are so many other artists who go through similar things. But um, generally, faith is something that every artist should have. I always talked about confidence, which I would almost put equal to faith, to some degree at least. If you know who you are and what you can do and what your skills are, it gives you confidence, of course. But it also gives you faith, which is the manifestation of your skills through the art you produced over time, many times. And I think just by looking at what you did... This gives evidence that you can do something extraordinary that maybe somebody else can't do, which again will lead to faith or confidence in the end.
1: You said something I think is crucial. And you say there's going to be some people that don't need faith. It depends on what faith is. Now, you may not need a church. You may not need to believe in Jesus Christ or particularly, but You should have faith that if you plant a seed, a tree will grow. You should have faith in that. You have nothing to do with that except for putting a seed in the ground, which you didn't create. You didn't create the seed. You didn't create what's going to come from the seed. I think really talking and rejecting the whole tendency, the second the word faith is used, people have a lot of connotations that they may reject because it's, is this a preacher talking or is this trying to persuade me to to be a muslim or a jew or a christian or something like that it has to me it has nothing to do with that you have faith everywhere in your life for example you get on the freeway with your car you have faith that you're going to get there if you didn't need faith then what would take its place or did not need anything as a spirit if you don't need faith do you have anything you need? Do you, do you need fear to get you to do something? And yet faith affects everything you do. The sound of that to me is so dark and sets you up to be so vulnerable. And our job is to make artists less vulnerable and to recognize that they do have faith in all kinds of things. Not. It's not just your ability to drive or your ability to swim you you have faith you're not going to drown, or you have faith in your partner because you've been with her and she knows you, and faith in your kids. When you lose faith in somebody, you've really lost something. If you lost faith in me, you have 100% faith in me, that I'm dedicated. The second you lost that faith, me would exist in the form it is now. You could probably continue doing what you're doing, but it would be different, be a very different place. And the same for me. I don't need to have any credit as a person. I get my joy out of the, the general well being of you and Mita and the guys that are studying. But I feel a, a profound responsibility to wake them up. It's a tough challenge because there's a stigma that as soon as you mention faith, Or these guys turning Christian or something, you know? Which that isn't our purpose. It's not to persuade somebody to be uh, religious. Maybe we can even say this is life belief. Because the truth is, if you don't believe it's bigger than you, you're gonna have a lot of fear in life. And instead of this feeling of vulnerability, because you use that word, in Western thought, women respect the idea of a man lets himself be vulnerable actually if you're a man and you let yourself be vulnerable from a female's eyes that's not really what it is if you let yourself be truthful that means you're fearless and that comes across and defined as vulnerability in a lot of thinking you don't fear the truth that maybe you're not where you want to be or where you think you should be that's how it struck me if i want to use the word vulnerable i'm a very vulnerable person (laughs) but I'm also fearless. I'm not afraid. And we, that's what we want, I think. We want them to be fearless. And that that's guys like even jo- Jordan Peterson says, that's how you should live your life. You should be fearless.
0: He talks a few times using the words, you have to turn into a monster. Every man should be a monster. That is what he said. And then he defines what a monster is to him. It's obviously being aggressive, not being rude, but being fearless, of course, that is part of
1: that. That wouldn't be a word we would use i know i would like to give people they read this thing and they make a decision because it's really a decision how am i going to live my life i'm going to live it in fear or i'm going to live it fearless and i think that's a good life lesson it's also hard to do and sometimes it takes a person like me that i'm 74 years old and so i'm looking at well i'm not going to be afraid of anything anymore because I don't have that much time left. I'm just going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy and do as much good as I can. And people have fear because they have something to lose that they're holding on to. What is it exactly that we want to accomplish with this Bible of creativity? What is it exactly? You might say, well, we want to create composers that approach their craft without fear, with confidence, with their connection to creativity. That's how I think you would conclude. I'm sure you'd have more to add than that.
0: We essentially define Nita's culture right now because we use the Bible to mirror exactly what we believe in when it comes to the academy. That that was always the the source. I think it is definitely about creating that culture and talking about this right now, and it will find its way into the Bible as well. We never defined that clearly uh, since we always talk about materials that we use for teaching, which is great, but still we do have values for the academy and we do wanna attract a specific type of person and repel a specific type of person, which means that there is a culture for sure. We just haven't given a word to it yet or a description. Ideally, I would say, If somebody would ask me, if I was interested in the academy, how do I know if I'm aligned with what you guys offer? I would say, well, spend an hour of your time, please read through the Bible. And if it resonates with you, I guarantee you found the perfect place. And if you don't believe in that, if you don't really feel aligned, that's okay. Most likely you won't become happy inside the academy, which only can happen if we put the culture in the middle and then build it from there and everything around it.
1: So I, I see this as super positive for us as a partnership, because we've never had this kind of a deep conversation or explanation. And it doesn't mean we have to agree 100 percent. It just means we have to think about it. And it, it won't be black
0: or white in the end. I'm pretty sure we are not contrary on any of the points.
1: You mean you have faith?
0: Oh, yes. And what we build and what we do together. Yes, of course. Otherwise, I would not like to spend the time right now chatting with you about a very deep subject.
1: If you really think about it, it's fearless for both of us to talk about this. We're being fearless about it. We have faith that it's going to have a good conclusion. But this is a topic that people go their separate ways over at times. And I don't think it's religious for either one of us. I have faith in that. But I I do also have faith that I think both of us agree there's a pool of creativity, which is just our description, that can be tapped into. And
0: that takes away the pressure. Just acknowledging that it's not inside you, I think that is a brilliant concept. And yes, that would also lead to faith, because in the end, you feel better by accepting that concept. If you're not connected right now, don't force it. You either try via a different technique or retry with a different technique or you just let it go for now and try a little bit later again. And both ways are great because they give you a solution to the current problem. And I think that is also part of developing faith that you know there is a solution. This might not be happening right now. But I know there is a solution. I just know it. Because you and I, we did it over a hundred times, for sure, with all the examples that we wrote. We know by the sheer amount of evidence that we have that it works, which is great because in the end, this repetitive procedure also leads to faith. You don't even have to believe in that from the beginning on. Just do it a few times. And if you hit 10 out of 10, Chances are that the next 10 of your attempts also will go right. Then you start believing and you start developing faith in this whole concept. So I think it's not just important to bring that philosophy across a bit clearer, but maybe let's try if possible. I'm not even quite sure if that is a smart idea or not. But I think if it was, then I would love to have something like a quick formula that even if they don't have faith, just spend 10 minutes a day the whole week like seven times 10 minutes. And if it works seven out of seven, what do you believe in then? Do you think you can't do it the next time again? Do you really believe that? I'm not quite sure. So you start getting faith.
1: Yeah. And if we break it down for people a little bit, because it's a path that we went through, getting people to make the decision. One of the things that everybody has, you have the ability to make decision. Now, sometimes really big decisions are difficult to make, so people just don't make them. So let's start off by making a real small decision and that it would require you to believe that there is such a thing as faith and that it's good. And the other thing is that you make the decision to pursue it. The pursuit of faith is a decision, exactly like the great Frank Herlinger said, is try this over a period of seven days And if it works, maybe you could have a little more faith and develop your faith. So part of Mita is helping artists develop their faith instead of just saying, well, you got to have faith. That's not that easy. That's a big, to me, that is where religions in general fall down because they just tell you you got to buy into this. But then there's so many controversies and things that that's not what we're doing. What we're doing is we're helping you develop your faith in your abilities and help you develop a reverence towards your abilities that when you were born you got this ability you had nothing to do with it but you should cherish it and have faith in it and pursue that faith to the point where you're fearless i would like to add one point to that
0: because this is really an interesting concept and that is something that I've heard from Alex Hormozzi that really resonated with me. And I think it's pretty much aligned with what we are talking about right now. He usually feels two emotions when it comes to decision making. One emotion is that he is feeling overwhelmed and he doesn't know what to do. There are just too many options. And he translates that exactly into, okay, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I have to reduce my options. And that is why I think having a clear formula is really key. So if we told somebody, you can use a two interval, you can use a two plus two, but guess what? Now you have a four as well, and this has a completely different nature. to They will be completely lost after two sentences, which means let's reduce the options so that they don't feel overwhelmed. The second emotion that he described when it comes to decision-making is that he feels sad. And he translated that emotion into he's not informed enough to make a decision. So he knows there are a few ways how to solve this, but I don't know the way out because I don't have all the information to solve this. So let me now get the information so that I can solve this. So these are pretty much the two negative emotions when it comes to decision making. I think those two things, we might want to address those. Give Credit to Alex Hormozy. I don't mind because I don't want to steal his concept. But I think it's a smart way of labeling emotions. I haven't seen artists do that very often. They are much of Many of them are very emotional for sure. And they are open to emotions. I haven't seen them that they are very good at labeling those emotions or channeling those emotions. I think it is a very helpful concept so that they understand where they're at.
1: Talk about Alex more. Let's say we take a person that's suffering from that. I'm trying to get to the bottom of it in real time here because I, I think there's wisdom in it. I, th- I think for our purposes, if we're going to use examples, we need to bring it back down to you probably haven't been in your life really pursuing faith because pursuing faith ends up being fearless, and being fearless We'll take you someplace. So I'm not really sure how to coordinate it. Stuff that you could do. Like Jordan Peterson says, get up and make your bed. Yeah. Well, I, I think we should
0: focus on psychological solutions way more than logical solutions. And there's also an example, which didn't come from Alex. This was an older example. But the best example I, I can think of right now is the elevator. There was a building that was, I don't know, 60 floors high, whatever. And it, it took way too long to get a person from ground zero up to the 60th floor. And the logical solution was obviously to make the elevator go faster, which is very expensive. You probably can't do it. And the psychological solution is to mount a mirror inside the elevator so that, that they don't even realize how long they have been traveling up to the 60th floor. And they spent the the time making the hair, taking a selfie, whatever and time flew way quicker. That's a psychological solution. Way cheaper, way smarter. And I think that is the direction we need to to think when it comes to creativity because it's just the application of creativity.
1: And that, that's actually what we do because our exercises yield something interesting. And then you find yourself getting caught up in it because it, it's musical and you start getting musical ideas. And before you know it, you're writing. And a lot of people overwhelm themselves because it's an easy thing to collect data because you're just collecting. And that is part of what we do in gathering. But even in the gathering, we we always talk, or at least I I tell the story, you know, you're gonna bake a pie, go out and get some berries because all you know is it's gonna be a berry pie. So you're going out and getting berries. But we have some philosophical stuff that is gonna come out of this project. Which is fantastic, because it's just going to make our media base more helpful for everybody in the long run. Mm -hmm. And I think it's rare. I don't think too many universities or music schools really care about all this sort of stuff.
0: But it's, it's actually very important, I think, because if you really want to help somebody, you have to be aligned. You have to have a philosophical common ground, because otherwise it won't work it's not really helping somebody find their true unique voice. So I think if you find somebody that shares a similar set of values, not necessarily the same set, but a similar set, then you have a desire to help him grow. But generally speaking, I think um, Meta stands exactly for that. We want to help artists and we want to actually make everybody into a star if they want to
1: Become a star, of course. That's great. I agree with everything that you're doing and what you've said. Well, let me tell you, partner, I have 100% faith. Couldn't have more faith in you. There's no fear for me. I feel fearless going into this. And actually, I'm really enjoying the depth of this project. I'm really enjoying it because I feel like at the end of my time on this planet, I'm going to look back at this and say, that was great. That was really a good thing that we did. Again, this is the umbrella,
0: almost, of what we teach inside the academy. So if somebody understands that concept and understands how to utilize it for themselves, and they might want to modify it, if it works for them, great. But I think it's very important to at least offer this type of guidance, which I haven't seen any other place. Yeah, I haven't either. I I think the next step, for me at least, would be to offer a definition of the culture.
1: Here's the thing. I, I hear what you're saying had the same thought we can redefine it or define it up in front and say people that don't think they have faith here's some examples you have faith that you're going to the supermarket and you're driving your car do you have faith you're gonna get there yeah that's what faith is faith is not that you're you got to study the Old Testament
0: but also if it polarizes a bit I think that's a good thing because it just shows who we want to talk to
1: yeah I think we spend a little time defining it. I think that's a good next step. And we get people to see that they live their whole life with faith and you need to pursue more of it. I wanna redefine faith. I feel pretty strong about that. I think we can do everybody a big favor spending the time doing that. Mm. Because most people don't think on their individual level. I got faith I'm gonna wake up tomorrow. And I think what we're trying to do is good for mankind. Really do, I know that's maybe egotistical, But I think it is. I think what we're doing is actually really going to be pursued by people forever.
0: I truly believe that too. We generally want to help other artists. And it's obviously also their decision to accept it and to stay open to that or to refuse it. I think it's very interesting to just show people what we are doing behind closed curtains. That is why I think transparency is just a great way of starting a communication or, or conversation about these things.
1: All right, partner. Have a great evening and I'll talk to you soon.
0: Thank you. Well, you too. Have a good day.
1: <laughs>
0: this podcast is powered by the Music Interval Theory Academy. Your resource for getting clarity and confidence in music composition and orchestration. See you inside at musicintervaltheory.academy.